This is uh, James P. White from 95.7 Cruise FM, The Locker Room. Welcome to the Jedi Jimmy Podcast. This is episode number 38 and or episode number 11. There's only one more left after this, man. I'm so excited about this series. It is getting so good. It's such a great series. Now, this episode, episode 11, is called The Daughter of Ferex. Now, it starts out with Andor and uh, one of the prisoners, actually, his name is Melchi, uh, hanging on the side of a cliff, uh, trying to avoid a Imperial pilot that's uh, trying to uh, catch all the uh, escaped prisoners. Uh, in case you uh, forgot, they escaped from the prison last episode. Now, one thing about this uh, Melchi guy, one of the prisoners... His name is Melchi Ruscott. He actually later in Rogue One, he's still friends with Andor. So again, Rogue One is about, uh, at this point, four years later. Uh, He actually was one of the soldiers that went with him to the planet Scarif, where, you know, him and basically the entire uh, crew died. But yeah, so he actually shows up later on in this in the Star Wars universe. Just thought you might like to know. Now, as I predicted, I said this uh, if it wasn't last episode, the episode before that Marva was gonna die, and she did. I knew that was happening. Um, she actually is what they call a daughter of Ferex. So uh, she's one of them. So they're elders of the uh, ladies of uh, the planet Ferex. So the daughters actually wanted to have a funeral for Marva, but some of the Imperial uh, soldiers actually were making it difficult for them. But actually Deidre said, make sure that they do have a funeral, give them everything that they need for this. It's a way of uh, luring out Andor since it is the funeral of his mother. Now, one part of the uh, burial custom is to cremate the body, and then what they do with the ashes is they mix it in with the mortar and actually make a brick out of their ashes, and it's put on a a wall to kind of as a memory to uh, these uh, these people. So that's kind of how they do the uh, they do it there. Now, um, at this point. Uh, the Imperials and the Rebels are actually uh, staking out uh, Marva's house, waiting for Cassian. So actually, everybody's uh, waiting for him right now. So his friends, uh, the Rebels who actually want to wipe him out because they, he knows too much, and and of course the ISB and the Imperials. Now... Um, now we're back on Coruscant and Vel, she actually uh, is at the gallery trying to find Luthen because she needed to get uh, let him know what was going on with the fact that Andor's or Cassian's mother's dead. So to find, let him know that she's actually going to Ferrix as part of the uh, wait and see to try and find Cassian. Now, um, Marva's droid, uh, 
she actually uh, the droid is lost without Marva. It won't leave the house. Uh, Cassian's friends are you know sitting there trying to help, you know, but it's it's kind of lost without her. It's a very emotional droid. You never th think that to be of a droid, but that's actually a thing. And the Imperials actually go back and they're continuing to interrogate Bex because they have a picture of Anto Krieger. So he again, he's one of these uh, rebel alliance leaders that, oh, that runs a certain group and wants to know if the picture of Luthen or sorry, of this Anto is uh, Luthen real or the person that they call Axis. And she doesn't know. So they're still being hard on Bex. Now, Mon Mothma's daughter, she actually uh, is following the Frey, which is a religious sect within the uh, in their homeworld. It's one of their religions. And Mon Mothma's a little bit thrown off by it because... And as we talked about in the last episode, is uh, she's talking about whether or not to uh, betroth her out, so get her married off. And that's one of the customs of the Chandrillian people as well. Now we jump back to Cyril. Like, we're hitting all the characters right now. So Cyril, he's actually... Uh, got word that actually Andor's mo uh, mother passed away and now it looks like he's going to Ferex to try and go after Cassian as well. Like everybody's trying to trap this guy. Now Luthen goes and meets with Saw Gerrera. I love Saw. He's, he's an extremist when it comes to the rebels. But now Luthen says that the Imperials, the ISB, actually know about Anton Krieger's uh, ship, and it's going to be a trap. And he wants Saw Guerrero to stay away. He kind of wants to give the Imperials uh, Anton Krieger so that he doesn't burn his spy, who is in the ISB. And... You know, it gets pretty intense at that point. Now, now we jump to uh, back to Cyril. He actually goes back to his old quarters and gets something that's hidden in a vault. I'm not exactly sure what it was. It looks like some credits as well as some discs of some kind. So, again, he is, I'm 100% sure, he's going down to uh, try and... Uh, get Cassian as well. This next episode is going to be so amazing. I'm so excited about it. Now, we are also introduced to a new type of space cruiser. Again, it's an Imperial a space cruiser. It's an Arrestor uh, cruiser at Catwell class. It's got uh, very powerful tractor beams, but they are chasing after uh, Luthen and his ship. But one cool thing about his ship is he has... Uh, the uh, tractor beam countermeasures basically are like these metal pellets that shoot out the back of his ship 
that when they activate the tractor beam, it pulls these pellets in and actually destroys the tractor beam. And that was pretty cool. But we learn in this episode, actually, Luthen is a great pilot because he, on his own, he single-handedly destroyed a bunch of TIE fighters uh, with, uh, with his ship. So we learn he's a great uh, fighter. You know... Now, now towards the end of this episode, uh, we Cassian actually finds out that Marva has passed away, and so he might go to Ferrix to her funeral. He might not, but it's really sad day for him. Now, Melshi said something that's really quite intense towards the end of this episode. Actually, I believe it was the last scene. He says, you know, that the that they have to tell the people what's going on back in the prison. Every like the people need to know what the Imperials are doing, and I think that's really the whole part of the rebellion is. There's so many people that don't know what the Empire is doing. Now, my favorite quotes like for this episode uh, has to be in a conversation between Saw Gerrera and Luthen. So uh, Saw says, you know, it's for the greater good. Luthen's response was, call it what you will. And Saw finishes it with, let's call it war. Pretty cool. Episode 10, my favorite quote from that is, I'd rather die taking them down than die giving them what they want. That was from Andor and later used by Kino Loy in his big uh, uh, motivational speech. Episode 9, a quote from Cassian, The less they think we know, the better. Episode 8 was Luthen, Oppression breeds rebellion. Episode 7, Mon Mothma. I show you the stone in my hand. You missed the knife at your throat. Episode 6, Vel. One path, one choice. Uh, we win or everybody dies. Uh, excuse me. Episode 5 is uh, Skeen. The, uh, the axe forgets, but the tree remembers. Now, I'm going to go into my pre, uh, previous predictions really quickly. In the uh, Jedi Jimmy podcast, episode 29, The History of Andor, I predicted Saw Guerrero was going to be in the series, and he's been in two episodes so far. In uh, episodes uh, 1, 2, and 3, Mon Mothma, I s- predicted that she was going to become one of the leaders of the Rebel Alliance, and you see the seeds of that right now. So I am correct. Uh, in episode four, I said we could possibly see Lando Calrissian, a younger Han Solo, or Chewbacca, since this is uh, five years after the Solo movie. We haven't seen them yet, but I believe they will be making an appearance in the series, maybe even in season two. Agent Callus may make an appearance in the series, but he hasn't yet. He is a member of the ISB, and this is a very uh, ISB-heavy series. 
Now, uh, in episode five, I said there was going to be the attack on the base was going to happen, and it did. And as well as uh, I said, a Jedi will show up in the series, uh, possibly Galen Merrick, codenamed Starkiller. That hasn't happened yet, but this series is going to see some Jedi. I, I feel it in my bones. Now, in episode six, Andor... I, I predicted that he was going to go back to the group when he escaped from the prison. Uh, that hasn't happened yet. And I'm pretty sure he's not going to because half the group wants him dead. So that one's not happening. Um, and I do feel that this series of the ghosts from the Rebels may be involved in later episodes. So it could be in uh, season two. And we... we uh, we're going to, and I said we were going to see K2SO uh, being reprogrammed by uh, Andor. That hasn't happened yet, but it should. Uh, next episode, or next season. Now, I said that there, the, when I found out that Bix was going to be tortured, I thought it was going to be the Bort Gullet. I was wrong. And the Borgullet was from uh, Rogue One. Now, I I predicted that uh, Andor was going to escape from the prison. And he did. And uh, now in uh, episode 10, my prediction was that in the next season, we are going to see the base on Yavin 4. That's next season. And in this episode, I, so my predictions for the final episode is Vel is actually going to try to uh, kill Andor and fail because obviously he doesn't die. He's in the final movie and Andor will go to the prison or sorry, will go to Ferrix to his mother's funeral, but he will escape from everybody that's after him. This is such a great series. I need to thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to seeing you next week when I talk about the final episode of Andor Season 1. I'm so excited. Now, I do need to thank my sponsors. First of all, the uh, Dean Blundell Network on DeanBlundell.com and as well as my buddy Army Chris for Fire for Effect Productions. He's helped me uh, get this podcast set up and do what I do.